0: Hi everyone not- and welcome oh, to the real estate Hi everyone, welcome to the Real Estate Investor Goddesses Podcast. I'm your host, Monique Haum, and I am here with a special guest. This is my husband, Peter Hom, the deal hunter.
1: G'day everyone. Oh, I'm not wearing my hat. Oh. No, you're not <laughs> wearing your hat. That's okay.
0: Um so today we're going to talk about what it's like to um live, work, be full-time with your spouse while you're investing in real estate. And it's um, double-timing because at the same time I'm doing a Facebook Live while we're doing this one. It's Valentine's Day and I thought this would be a perfect, perfect day to talk about, you know, how do you invest with your soulmate, right? It's like real estate soulmates. We had a an accountability partner at one point who gave us that that title. It's like you guys are real estate soulmates, and we like that. So we're going to talk about what that's like for us and um, today. So, but before we get into what it is for us to invest together as a couple, I wanted to ask Peter just to give some brief background about what how he. Like your real estate investing background, how did you get started? Because you had, you had real estate investing
1: in your family. So just talk right. a little
0: bit about real estate investing
1: well, for you. Well, it started as a kid in Sydney, Australia. My parents got a uh, – they bought um, what in America is called a condo over there. It's called just a unit. Uh, they bought one of those and they – they got uh, tenants in and then they've got another one. And so I was involved in, you know, um, coming in between between uh, tenants, uh, cleaning up the place. Um, I watched how they would get contractors to come in. I saw how they dealt with the property manager uh, and I saw the, the checks come in every quarter through the uh, property manager. Um, so I, I, I kind of grew up with that. Okay. So
0: that was his experience. I did not at all grow up with real estate investing. I got the message as a kid that everything is about getting a job and going to college and getting the best job you can and just being about the paycheck and trading your time for money. So real estate investing was something different for me, not not anything I'd ever thought about, but I ended up investing by accident when I got my first house in LA in 2005. The only way I could afford to buy this house was if I could was to get a duplex and then have somebody else helping to pay the mortgage. So I fell into it by accident, but I did that. I think I bought the house maybe about a year before I met you. So I I met Peter in 2006 and you had um I had the the duplex and you had a duplex at that time too, right?
1: Yes, yes. Which was um, doing really well. I was living in, in one part and uh, renting out the other, and uh, that went really, really well and, until we had a flood, and then I had some expenses, and uh, you know. But it didn't it didn't hit me that there is a, another way to invest, and that is to uh, go bigger and actually have a property manager deal with things. So uh, I was doing everything myself.
0: Yeah, as was I. So mm-hmm. we we just you know when you when you know better you do better mm-hmm. and we didn't know at that time yeah. that there was a different way. Uh, so we um so we met in 2006, got married in 2007, 2008 and nine happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had, we had another property at that point. Oh yeah. One of which yeah. we had to short sell.
1: Yeah, that was that was um, a very emotional roller coaster ride because I I bought that place uh, just before I met Monique, and that was after I was uh, separated, and uh, from a, a, a previous life, uh, and I went out and I just wanted to I wanted to get a property and I wanted it to be a nice one and I bought at the height of the market and there was a teaser interest rate on the mortgage uh, and it was a really difficult uh, monthly payment and it worked out it worked out well until I was able to to pay for everything until about uh, 2010 things were really tough and uh, you know we decided we we were actually I was living in um, Monique's home and we were renting that one out and the tenants were paying for the expenses but, uh, it was barely breaking even, and we decided at that time best thing to do is to uh do a short sale and and get rid of the property um in hindsight, we wouldn't have done that there are there are many different ways of uh getting out of difficult situations, and uh we we should have explored those, so that was probably um something that that I regretted doing How about yeah you?
0: yeah. But, again, when you know better, you do better. We,
1: just, yes, yes. we
0: did the best we could at the time. Yes. Um, so, but at that time, we were, we, we had, throughout our relationship, we were real estate investors to a certain extent, mm. though we had other, other jobs. Uh, I was an attorney when we first met. Then I became a career and life coach. You're doing graphic design. Um, at some point, though, we transitioned and it became more of a full-time thing. We started, uh, we sold one of you know one of your duplexes, and we started flipping houses at that point. And then after a, a while of flipping, we got into bigger properties, buy holds, syndications, and uh, we were we started working together at that point and so I wanted that's kind of where I want to focus today in our discussion just how is it how is it that we've been able to work together as we we work from home we're uh together a lot 24 oh, wow. <laughs> 7 usually yeah um and and it's it works, it works really well for us, but I know that um, that's not necessarily the case for everybody. And so let, let's talk about for us um, like what would you say are the benefits of us working together full time?
1: Well, we, we know what, what, well, we know how to delegate to each other. Uh, we have our favorite things to do, and we know who does things more efficiently. So it's like, it's kind of like a no-brainer. Okay, like you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump on this, and you know what you're gonna do. So sometimes we don't even have to talk about it. It's like, okay, I'm gonna go and do what I need to do. You do, you need, to, you do what you need to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and you know, it's not that we, we don't have conversations about it. You know, we do have meetings, and we say, okay, well, this is my area. This is your area yeah well, we have a clear division of labor mm-hmm.
0: and I think that's an important um, aspect of being successful, but there's there's more i think the positives are for us is we trust each other implicitly, so I know as a partner, I can always trust Peter um, I have confidence in him i know I know where his skills and strengths lie, and vice versa. He trusts me and my judgment. And, and vice versa, so that's a real benefit. It's nice that we are on the same page. It's nice that we actually love hanging out together and being together. So for us, it's a positive that we can we're together all the time. That that is that is a benefit, um, and it's just there's an there's an ease to. Speaking the same language, being on the same team, <laughs> you know, just like working together um, for this common benefit. Uh, but I, you know, are there are there downsides you see to? This?
1: Well, let me get something straight. We both know that we we have our own offices. Yes. So it's not like we're sitting at a table um, staring at each other all day long. Yeah uh we have to go into our, our own areas and you know we we work in different ways uh i i can't really have distractions i like uh, i like to be able to focus um a lot of times monique is uh is you know on the phone or or talking to people uh she likes to have her little space where she doesn't get disturbed
0: yes i think that makes it that's mm. that huge yeah important piece that we are working together and we're in the same house but we're not in the same room no we have separate and, offices. and
1: you know sometimes I'll get a text from her can you please <laughs> give me this file <laughs> or uh, I'll get an email or you know sometimes she'll come looking for me but uh, yeah you, usually it's uh it's you know we we speak to each other remotely <laughs> yes
0: yeah, so I guess it's not fair to say we're together 24/7 because yeah. we're actually not necessarily together in mm-hmm. the same in the same uh room yeah uh even though we're in the same house we're in the same space and mm-hmm. that definitely helps in that i think if i were to give um a recommendation to others i would suggest that they too get their separate space yeah um and are you know, there well, yeah, downsides,
1: but, you, you well, you know, there are times when, you know, it's bedtime and, uh, you know, we, we're working on our separate things before bed and then we, we come in and we start talking about, you know, um, financials. It's like, you know, we look at each other and we go, no, we, we, yeah. we can't do this. We've got to keep this stuff out of the bedroom. That's,
0: so, that's a downside. Yeah. It can be hard to turn it off.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because we are... Yeah working
0: together and we are working together from home.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: it's really hard to have that separation of work from the business. Yeah, yeah. And we have to be, yeah, we have to say, you know, no talking in the
1: bedroom about well, work. Well, you know, sometimes we're excited about something, so we're talking about it, but uh, know, go, no, I, I, I think we just have to, you know, we have to set boundaries yes. within the house. Yeah, yeah. So that
0: that's definitely a downside, being able to, yeah, turn, turn it off, or having trouble with turning it off. Um, so what advice would you have for other couples who are thinking about doing this? How
1: can they, they do How can they work together? Well, first thing is you've got to sit down and you've got to uh, you know l- look at look at your life goals and life, you know, the challenges, and just sit down and contrast and compare and figure out how it's going to work best for you as a couple. Yeah. You know, it's like anything. It's like, you know, who, who, who's going to uh, put the dishes away and who's going to clean this and who's going to clean that. Yeah. You know, oh. we, we have our issues and uh, we, we have to work through them. But I guess I guess it's taken a number of years for us to get to where we're very comfortable doing this. Um, I'm trying to think in the beginning No, I I think for us, we we were were really lucky that we just had so much trust and faith in each other that uh, that things things have been pretty smooth.
0: Yeah, I I think um, the advice I would give is first of all, make sure you're on the same page in terms of your mission, vision, and values. And this is with anyone you work with. Mm -hmm. You want to be on this, you want to have that. In common, and know you're you're working together towards the same end. You have the same vision and the same values. The other thing to to know is, do you actually work well together? I mean, you might be a good married couple, mm-hmm. or you know, or you know, good at being significant others, good at being co-parents. They're good at, but not necessarily good at working together. Mm. You might not have complementary work styles. Um, and so you need to figure out if you actually are good at working together, which is a they're diff- it's a different thing, um, working together versus being in the love relationship. So you want to know if you're good at that. You want to have a set division of labor. So it it really you want to have everyone should have their own job, roles, roles, uh, responsibilities. And, um, you know, we, we actually have an, an org chart and we have different, um, yeah, we have, we have different roles. And Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I have certain things I'm responsible for. Peter has certain things that he's responsible for. We don't do, we're not working on the same thing, working on over each other's toes. There's a lot of collaboration, of course, but our, our roles are different. And I think that that's really helpful and um i think it's important that you are kind to one another especially <laughs> especially with how you disagree right so you're not always going to agree yeah but you have you can disagree in a way that's not um that's not personal and mm-hmm. mean yeah and so it's like how do you disagree how do you how do you fight I mean, we don't really we don't really fight so we're, we're left that way. But we, but
1: we disagree. Well let me give you an example. Um, you know, I'm I'm the designer, I've been a designer and art director for decades and decades. So, you know, for me I came into this working relationship as as the person with with the you know, the visual ideas. Well, you know, Monique being the, the lawyer, I thought, well, she's gonna be dealing with with you know a, B, and C, and i've got my whole you know visual area well that didn't quite work out like that because no. she had her own ideas, and it turns out that she's a very, very talented designer herself in fact I've, uh, i I just had to you know send my ego outside and say, "You know what i'm going to let her run with with." different design ideas and I think she's been very very successful at that I think that's been been one of the um, the big challenges in her life because she saw herself as this you know corporate very left brain person and then she's wanted to develop the the right brain side and and I've I said you know what I want her to flourish and she's done that and i I value everything she has to say. Now, occasionally, you know, we butt heads on design aspects of our, our um our projects. Um uh, but I I listen to everything she says on equal terms. I, I kind of have dropped my designer's ego. So Yeah.
0: In other words, he usually lets me have my <laughs> way. <laughs> and that's worked well for us. <laughs> um but so you know there are times when we we'll, we might disagree i'll listen to him and we go with his not normally with design things but in, in other areas uh, so we do um you know we li- we listen to each other when we disagree and we don't make it personal and we just we have differences of opinion but we don't necessarily it's not like Oh, he doesn't agree with me. He's a bad person, and you know there's never about that so we we can disagree um without being disagreeable, and that I think that makes a big difference and and helps us and it, it actually because of that, working together has strengthened our relationship um versus you know we getting it because we, we now we're on so many levels we' are partners. And we just trust each other more and more. Yeah. So I think that that's been um, that's been hugely beneficial.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we travel uh, quite a bit to different uh, parts of the country, uh, both separately and together, and um, w- which has been good. We've been able to divide and conquer on on different deals, or or you know, going to meet different people. But uh you know, I miss her when she's not there. We we have such a great uh way of you know, work in the room. If we go to a real estate seminar, you know, we, we can be together meeting people or we can we can separate and we have a, a really good way of doing that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, uh when we don't do that out of necessity, you know, we had we had a, a moment probably about a year or so ago when our youngest daughter said, you know, she missed her mom and dad because we're both working in business and we're both going out there. Yeah. Doing things together. So, you know, we decided at that time we have to spend more time with the the kids. So we, we started to, to go out separately to different, uh, you know, traveling obligations.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, we were talking about disadvantages. That's one of our, the disadvantages for us especially because so much of what we do requires us to travel because we don't we're not investing locally for the most part and so we're looking at properties that are you know all over the country and that requires us to fly to visit the properties we go to different networking or you know training events or networking events and we used to travel together all the time which was fine for us, but, like Peter was saying, it was hard for our kids,
1: Hmm.
0: especially the youngest. Um, She was, she she enjoys her grandparents, Was not enjoying being at, you know, having to stay there several times a month. It was too much. So we've had to divide and conquer more. Uh, Sometimes we travel together, but usually now one of us will go. Yeah. And, um, so that is,
1: yeah. It's interesting. Different, different couples have set up different ways of doing it. Like, uh, you know, our friends, Mark and Tammy have, you know, they homeschool their kids and Mm -hmm. they they take the kids with them. Yeah. So they've got that set up. Uh, you know, we, we tried homeschooling for a short time with our son. It was very difficult. We're (laughs) not good. We're parents. We're not teachers. So, uh, that was difficult. some, Some people might be able to do that and, uh, you know, take their kids with them. Yeah, so homeschool.
0: we we did the homeschooling with him, not because we were traveling. We did it because he was a he's an actor, and had a certain amount of success and was busy and was missing a lot of school. So we took him out for the acting, and um, and it, yeah, it was when there there was a set teacher helping him do the his work. That was fine. When it was us, not so much. So you know, and I think it depends on the it depends on the kids um yeah. you know who, who what are their personalities and what it's like for them we are we actually are considering unschooling um our youngest when she's out of elementary school for middle school and being able to travel more and take her with us so that's something that we're considering and i think with her it would be a bit easier fit than it was with um, with the other yeah. Yeah. our middle child is incredibly Social and needs other people and <laughs> just was not doing well being at home alone. Yeah. Uh, I think our, our daughter would, could handle that a little better. But anyway, so that that is that is something you need to think about when you're doing this business and you have children. How how does it affect them if you if you need to travel and you need to travel together? So that's something that we've had to negotiate, and it requires that usually we. Don't travel together, um, though sometimes we do.
1: And if we can, we'll take her along. Right. So typically, we'll sit down at the beginning of the year and we'll we'll estimate the number of trips where we have to go, and we'll kind of split up and say, "Well, you go there and you do that," and then we uh, we try and make it work.
0: Yeah, and and so so far so good. So, um, and let's see if we have any other. Do you have any last bit of advice for somebody who's considering doing this? Uh,
1: Yeah. Well, you know, when you think about it, uh, it's always good to have away time. And we do get our away time when we, you know, we do a couple of days traveling away from each other. So I think that's really healthy.
0: Yeah. And it's also uh, something we do is we allow the other person to have his or her passions, hobbies. Right? Peter's a big surfer. Um, big surfer. <laughs> <laughs> he loves to surf. So days he's gonna he goes off all day, or might do an overnight trip and go off and surf. And um, I'm happy to have him do that. I'll have my my girl time or other things that I do. And uh, so we we have a lot of time together, and we we do things we love, but we also have our separate time, not just working separate working time, but we have separate
1: passion time.
0: Like you know, we allow
1: our you know the other
0: one to to do what what brings them joy.
1: Like for instance, uh when I woke up this morning, she was gone. Yes. At 6:30, she was <laughs> off dancing.
0: At five, I left the house at 5:05 a.m. I went to. my
1: morning rave.
0: my morning yoga slash yeah sober rave (laughs) so i was dancing yeah um and and, and it's like okay you're on kid duty this morning while Mm -hmm. i go off and I i dance um and that was yeah and i i think that that's how we yeah keep it fun and Mm -hmm. um and are able to work so well together
1: uh all right any questions
0: yeah, if there, if there are any questions, let's see. Oh, Rich is saying, i say deal hunting. The deal hunter.
1: <laughs> yes. I'm is. the deal hunter.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we have time for a Trinity. That's how we always end each podcast. And a Trinity is a brag or celebration. It is a um, something that we are grateful for and something we desire. So I'll start, and then you can do a okay. good one. So, and I'll I'll do some communal communal um, one. So I brag. First of all, I brag that we are going to be going to Australia and Hawaii for a month. Yay! Uh, next month we go March 20th to April 22nd. So I brag that we have the lifestyle that we can do that. And um, that will enable us to to do that. So we're going to go and visit your family, my in-laws, and um, and then we'll we'll do a little a uh, we'll stay for about a week in Hawaii on the way on the way home. So that's my brag. And I am grateful. I'm grateful that we're able to do that. I'm so grateful for this flexible real estate investing lifestyle that allows for that kind of thing and that we have the the means and the time to do that. And I desire um what do I desire? I really good. I just I desire more um more women getting into this game. I guess that's why I started real estate investor basses in general and so I desire I desire you all to, to join me and anyone who's interested to um, go to my website, realestateinvestorgosses.com, and I have um, stuff to get you started and the community of incredible women. So I desire you to go on and um, join us. So that's my desire. So how, what's your Trinity, Peta?
1: I only heard two.
0: I had my brag. Your brag. My, my, my gratitude. I'm grateful for oh, a okay. lifestyle. Okay.
1: okay. So I am grateful. Well, that's your brag. Oh, word. okay. My brag. My brag is that uh, I get to to cycle to take my daughter to school and home twice a day because we live close enough to the school. And I get to do that in the middle of the afternoon. Because I can.
0: Yes. Well bragged. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And what's next?
0: What are you grateful for? What am
1: I grateful for? I'm grateful to have a Valentine like you. I mean, what else to say on a day like this? (laughs) And my desire is to do more of these. I, I, I enjoyed this. I think we should start doing them together. All right. Yeah. Okay.
0: So it shall be, or so much better than you can imagine.
1: So that is
0: um, that's our podcast for today, and our and our slash Facebook Live. So if um, again to connect with me, you go to real estate dot com, and we have a variety of different things there for you. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, uh, Real Estate Investor Goddesses. And uh, so thank you guys, and we'll. We'll be, I'll talk to you next week. So, next week I'm going to have another interview with a successful real estate investor goddess, a woman crushing real estate. Okay. Bye bye. Okay. Bye y'all.